When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. And a very pleasant good morning, everybody. As always, good to be back with you. This is the Marlins Rewind. And yesterday afternoon at Lone Depot Park in Miami, the Marlins and the Pirates did battle one final time in 2021. The Marlins were trying to avoid a weekend sweep. They had lost five of their first six in this season series against the Pirates. Santi Alcantara went toe-to-toe against the right-hander Max Kranich. That, folks, is why you play all nine. In this case, that's why you play all 10 at Lone Depot Park this afternoon. Lewin Diaz blasts off. It was his first career walk-off home run. It was the third walk-off homer of the season for the Marlins. And the Miami Marlins proved to be victorious as they salvage a game in this three-game weekend series against the visiting Pittsburgh Pirates. Good to be back with you from Lone Depot Park this afternoon as we take a look at the highlights from this ball game. A 6-5 thrilling Marlins victory. Both starting pitchers in this ballgame this afternoon. Sandy Alcantara and Max Kranich were uh, neither winners nor losers. Sandy Alcantara was putting in a bid for his 10th win of the season. Looking pretty darn good until the ninth inning in this ballgame. Max Kranich did pretty well in his own right for the Pittsburgh Pirates, especially early on. Both of them received no decisions, and this was a battle of the bullpens this afternoon. No score through one inning of play this afternoon, but the Pittsburgh Pirates jumped on the scoreboard in the second after Jacob Stallings lined out the center field. Cole Tucker reached on an error, but charged the third baseman, Eddie Alvarez. Tucker stole second. He was at second with one out, and Anthony Alford at the plate. Here's the 3-2 pitch. A little chopper back toward the mound. Sandy Bearhands throws to first. It hits the runner. And coming around third and trying to score is Tucker. He will score. And it's one to nothing Pittsburgh on a ball that didn't go more than 30 feet in front of home plate. Well, that would stand for a while, and Max Kranich was looking pretty darn good for a long time in this ball game. He retired the first seven in a row. At one point, he struck out six Marlins in a row. He struck out the final two in the first, struck out the side in the second. And he struck out Alex Jackson leading off the bottom of the third inning. This was a one nothing Pirates lead through three and a half this afternoon. That was until the Marlins got themselves into the run column today. Jesus Sanchez led off the fourth inning with a double. Lewis Brinson bounced out the third. Lewin Diaz walked. Joe Panic came to bat with two aboard and one out in the fourth inning, trailing one nothing. Big opportunity right now for the Marlins and Joe Panic. Two balls and two strikes to count. Two aboard, one out, bottom four. Here's the pitch. We got a line drive. Hit hard. Right center field. It's down for a base hit. This thing might roll to the wall. Leads to the warning track. Cole Tucker cuts it off. One run is in to score. Hillman's going to wave Diaz. Throw to the plate. It is a catch. A tag. Not in time. A one-out, two-run double for Joe Panic. Into the bottom of the fourth inning, the Miami Marlins lead the Pittsburgh Pirates. It's 2-1. to one. And the Marlins would carry their 2-1 lead into the bottom of the fifth inning, facing Max Kranich. Jazz Chisholm led off the fifth with a walk. De La Cruz singled. They were on first and third with nobody out in the fifth inning for Jesus Sanchez. Here's the 0-2, and there's a ball lined to left, but it's at the left fielder, Alfred. 
tagging at third base as Jazz. He'll score. Sack fly. Jesus Sanchez picks up his 32nd run batted in, and the Marlins lead 3-1. to one. And that lead would hold for the Marlins for quite some time. Sandy Alcantara went six strong this afternoon. The Marlins had a 3-1 lead after six full innings today, but the Pirates started the battle back in the seventh. Stan Sandy Alcantara started the seventh for Miami. He allowed a leadoff single to Cole Tucker, and then Anthony Alford came to bat looking to draw the Pirates a little bit closer. Nothing in two that count. Here's the pitch and a swing and a ground ball. Fair over the bag at third. It's going to roll all the way down into the left field corner. Brinson was shaded. Alford to pull in left center field. All the way around to score from first is Cole Tucker. We've got to play at third. It's late. It's a triple for Anthony Alford. Tucker scores from first. Now I'm at the top of the seventh inning with nobody out and a man on third. The Marlins' lead is trimmed to three to two, and that would be all. After well, actually, following the Alford RBI triple, Sandy Alcantara walked Hoy Park. The Pirates had runners on first and third with nobody out. Sandy was done. Enter Anthony Bender, who got a big fly ball to shallow center field off the bat of the pinch hitter Yoshi Sutsugo. And so they were still on first and third with one out in the seventh inning. He, Brian Hayes came to bat. He bounced the ball back to Anthony Bender, who did a nice job to field this position. Made a wild throw to second base. Jazz Chisholm leaped high into the air, came down, touched the bag at second, made a strong throw to first base. A Houdini act by uh, Anthony Bender. Jazz Chisholm, too, a magnificent 1-6-3 double play, ended the top of the seventh inning. It was a 3-2 ball game into the ninth inning this afternoon. Enter Dylan Floro for Miami. And uh, got a little bit dicey on the Miami Marlins. The uh, Let's see here. The Pirates trailing 3-2 to two in the top of the ninth inning. Mentioned Floro into the ball game. Floro walked the leadoff man, Cole Tucker. Anthony Alford flew out deep to the warning track in right field. Tucker was stationed at first base with one out in the top of the ninth. Hoy Park was the batter. The set by Floro, the pitch. And the ball is lifted in the air, high and deep to right. And it's going to be into the Pirate bullpen, a two-run home run. And just like that, the Pittsburgh Pirates take the lead here in the ninth inning, 4-3. to three. And just like that, Sandy Alcantara was no longer in line for a victory this afternoon. Sandy receives a no decision. Max Cranick was off the hook. The Marlins trailed by one into the bottom of the ninth inning. Chris Stratton came on for the Pittsburgh Pirates. Eddie Alvarez bounced out to second. The pinch hitter Nick Fortes walked. Magnery Sierra pinch ran. Sierra would proceed to go first and third on a ground ball to second by Jazz Chisholm. Sierra was at third base with two outs. Brian De La Cruz was the batter. Here's a 2-2, and the ball is lined to center field, and the game is tied anyway. Base hit for De La Cruz. Home to score, Magnari Sierra, and we're tied at four in the bottom of the ninth. And back and forth we would go. Jesus Sanchez followed with a sharply hit single down the right field line, but Lewis Brinson flew out the center field to end the ninth. Extra, extras, extras at Lone Depot Park this afternoon. Top 10. Stephen Okert into the game for Miami.
The ghost runner at second was Key Brian Hayes. The first pitch in the top of the 10th inning went to the backstop. They ruled the wild pitch. I thought it should have been a pass ball. That's neither here nor there. Okert got Kevin Newman to bounce out to third. Hayes was at first with one out in the top of the 10th. Ben Gamble was the batter. Ben Gamble, left-handed batter, swings on the pitch, hits a high fly ball to right, going back on it, Sanchez makes the catch. Tagging at third is Hayes, he will score, and the Pirates reassume the lead this time at 5-4. So we would go to the bottom of the 10th inning. The Pirates had a 5-4 lead. Bottom 10, Jesus Sanchez was the ghost runner at second base. Enter Chad Cool. Exit Lewin Diaz. Here's the pitch. And this ball is walloped high and deep toward right. Cole Tucker back at the wall, leaping. Tucker at the wall, leaping. Cannot get to it. It is a two-run walk-off home run for Lewin Diaz. And the Marlins pull a rabbit out of the hat. It is the third walk-off home run of the season for the Miami Marlins. It is the first in the career of Lewin Diaz. The Marlins have hit two other walk-off home runs this season, May 22nd versus the New York Mets, and Jesus Aguilar teed off on the Dodgers on July 7th. What a fun afternoon on this Sunday in Miami. The Marlins beat the Pirates by a final score of 6-5 to five in 10 innings. Stephen Okert is your winner. Chad Cool is the loser. Okert improves to 2-1 on the season. He's got a tidy 2.15 ERA. Cool falls back to 5-7. For the Pittsburgh Pirates this afternoon, five runs, eight hits, and one error. For your Miami Marlins, six runs, eight hits, and two errors. Sandy Alcantara on the mound, six innings, six hits, two runs, one earned, one walk, and four strikeouts. Bender, Blyer, Floro, and Okert ultimately follow Alcantara in this ballgame today. Bender and Blyer... Two scoreless innings of relief. Dylan Floro coughed up the two-run home run that gave the Pirates the lead in the top of the ninth inning. The Marlins battle back. They show a little resiliency on this Sunday afternoon. They avoid the sweep. Now, for the Pittsburgh Pirates, if you take a look at how this game unfolded this afternoon, they had their chances. When it was all said and done, they leave six men on base, and they go 0 for 11 with runners in scoring position. The Marlins finish the afternoon 3 for 8. They leave nine men on base. Five runs, eight hits, one error for Pittsburgh. Six runs, eight hits, two errors for the Miami Marlins. This was a lot of fun this afternoon. Cranick versus Alcantara to get this one started. It finally comes down to Okert and Cool. We started this afternoon's ball game today at 110. We finish at 446, a total game time of three hours and 36 minutes in front of 9,870 at Lone Depot Park. Well, Sandy Alcantara doesn't collect a win this afternoon, but uh, he gets a no decision. He goes six strong innings. He's got two more starts left. He's going to surpass that magic number of 200 innings. That was a goal set of his back in spring training. This afternoon for Miami, they strike out seven. That means $175 will be donated to AutoNation's Drive Pink Initiative to fight against cancer for every strikeout this season. $25 will be donated to the Drive Pink Initiative. Thrilling victory for the Marlins. Let's check in with Marlins manager Don Mattingly after the extra inning 6-5 victory. Hey, Donnie, I guess start off with Laywin. Just your thoughts on watching that in the 10th and then just you guys rallying to get yourself into that opportunity. Yeah, a lot went into getting to there. Um, 
But yeah, Lewin obviously in a spot where you don't really want to bunt him or try to move the runner, but you do want him to get something to drive to that side of the field. And obviously got himself in a pretty good count. I think it was a breaking ball um, and got enough of it. So it was, it was good to see. Christina. Donnie, um, you know, this game kind of reminded me of the series opener. You guys had those opportunities in the ninth inning and it was one of those things like the young guys couldn't capitalize and you hope they adjust just, it seemed like throughout the game, whether it's Jesus, Lewin, even Brian De La Cruz, they come through. Just how encouraging is that, that, you know, that growth that we want to see from them? Yeah, I mean, obviously the De La Cruz at bat is huge, you know, to get it tied. Um, probably the most, well, I shouldn't say the most pressure at bat, but that's the one, you know, if he doesn't get a hit, this, this game doesn't get to here. So him being able to extend that thing was, was huge. Um, and, and obviously the last inning, you know, even – you know, the panic at bats, I thought the bullpen did a good job through, you know, coming in, Bender came in, got us out of out of a little trouble and kept the game there. Uh, obviously, we go up the homer in the, the bottom of the eighth there, or at the top of the eighth. Um, so, yeah, a lot, a lot going on in that game. Jordan? Yeah, hey, Donnie, uh, just thoughts on Sandy overall today. Uh, gets into a little trouble early with the errors, but gets into, gets into the seventh. Yeah, you know, Sandy's always – stuff's always good. But, you know, you kind of – if you want to rate, like, it's good, really good, you know, <laughs> over the top, you know, one of those days, you know, I thought he was he was good today. I didn't see him as sharp as, as he can be. But, obviously, Sandy's always always good. And, he, like you said, he got himself in a little bit of trouble with, uh, you know, defensively, you know, there in the second. Um, you know, kind of hurt himself a little bit. But from there, he – bears down in different situations and gets himself out of jams. And you touched on Bender. Uh, just his growth, especially when coming in with inherited runners, we know that was a problem early on or just as he was getting up here. But it seems like he's getting better in those type of situations. What have you seen from him over this last, I guess, the last few weeks or last few times he's been in those situations? Yeah, we put him in tougher and tougher spots as the years went on. Uh, and he seemed to slow down a little bit. You know, early on it was like you could – his breathing was pretty, pretty fast. And he was, you know, emotional over the top every time out there. Uh, and it seems like as the years went on, he settled down some, probably got more comfortable with being here. Uh, whatever the situations we are that we put him in, I think it's probably a lot more comfortable and just been able to slow the, slow the game down. I think in general. Daniel Alvarez. Thank you. Then Donnie, um, on Eddie and, and the game he had overall at, at third base, and especially the play in the fourth inning when he got the runner out at home, what can you say about him and especially that play? No, really good all day. And even the play there, you know, with the ground ball um, by Newman, that was a tough spot there too. Uh, they ended up getting the run in there, but that was a nice play also where he where he was at. So, yeah, Eddie's really good over there. And he's got that fast twitch. He's quick. And, you know, that first step is always good. Even the ball that Sandy missed, um, you know, there on the, in the second, he makes a pretty nice play coming across the field and, and has a good shot, you know, throws just a little high uh, or we get him. So, uh, yeah, he did a nice job today. Last one, Christina. Donnie, I know there's, um, for instance, kind of in between them, but when you see, I guess, like Dela Cruz, Jesus, uh, Lewin, just kind of almost back to back to back, do you see them sort of, do those young guys feeding off of each other in the lineup? 
Well, I think they're all kind of, you know, they ride their own boat, honestly. But, um, you know, Dela's kind of been rolling from the beginning. Uh, Sanchi's a little more wavy, but we've seen, you know, we see spurts. Um, Lewin's been a little more wavy. Um, so I, I kind of I look at them all individually. Obviously, when you're playing with guys, you know, the younger guys playing together is always you know, always good energy. Um, and, you know, I guess from the standpoint of just competition, uh, honestly, healthy competition with all those guys is not a bad thing either. Um, so I'm not sure they're feeding off of each other, but definitely I'm sure they enjoy playing with, you know, when you got all, you know, got basically rookies out there, it's, it's a pretty good feeling. Marlins manager Don Mattingly after the Marlins 6-5 win over the Pittsburgh Pirates yesterday afternoon. We welcome in the Washington Nationals tonight at 640 when Jesus Lazardo, the left-hander, gets the ball for the Miami Marlins. He'll go opposite of the right-handed veteran Eric Fetty for the Nationals. We're on the air at 610 with Marlins on deck. And as always, we hope you find some time to join us on the Miami Marlins radio network driven by AutoNation.